Hello and welcome back to Beauty from the Heart. I'm your host, Rose Gallagher, and each week I'm sharing inspiring stories from people within the beauty industry. Today I'm talking to Zoe Boyku, the founder of Zoeva Cosmetics. Zoe's story is fascinating. She started Zoeva in 2008 in her living room with an eBay account and 10 brushes to sell. And by 2016, she'd sold over 5 million brushes. And today, Zoeva comprises over 300 products and tools. What really struck me was Zoe's inspiration for starting the brand. Now, just to mention, we discussed a little bit about domestic violence in this episode. So if you've been affected by any of the issues raised during our conversation, you can find links to helpful resources in the show notes. We recorded this podcast some time ago, so her new foundation is now well and truly out there and any of the references like where we are and any travel that she'd done were of course part of life before lockdown. Here she is in her own words, it's Zoe. Today we're in Mortimer House in London and I'm so excited because I found out very last minute that I've got the opportunity to interview the founder of one of my favourite, favourite brands and arguably one of the most iconic makeup brush ranges you can think of. I'm joined by Zoe Boyku from Zoeva Cosmetics. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure. Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure, Zoe. I think it's always lovely to speak to the founder of a brand that you love so much, especially a female founder. If you were to look at the surface of Zoeva now, um, you're available in 80 countries worldwide, more than 80 countries. The brush range in particular kind of kicked everything off and is very well known. You've got your colour ranges, skin, but the whole thing actually started in your living room, didn't it? Totally. So I started out of my living room 10 years ago and I literally started with 10 brushes, which I Uh, was sourcing in Canada at that time. The main purpose to start my own business and to establish um, a business that would help me help my mom and my sister was because we struggled a lot through our childhood. We had been um, facing domestic abuse. We changed country when I was 10 years old. We moved from Greece to Germany and I have a younger sister which I adore and uh, a lovely mother who was with us um, until four years ago when she um, got ill to cancer, so we lost her, unfortunately. And the reason, the main reason to start my business and to establish something that would last and would leave a legacy behind was to free my mom of the dependency, to make her financially independent and to make her proud and happy and to give her back because she was always there. She was our true hero for me and my sister and I wanted to give her everything back that she invested in us. Wow. So how old were you when you had this idea? I was uh, in mid-twenties. And the good thing is that my mom, when she used makeup, I remember her using makeup when I was very little. So every time she would pick her eyeliner and her blue icy eyeshadow, that immediately changed her attitude and she uh, would be more confident and more powerful. And I always kind of combined makeup with confidence and strength and I could see that it transformed her. So when I started using makeup, I struggled to find good makeup brushes 
and I couldn't afford the expensive ones. So this is why I started then uh, my company 10 years ago. There's very few brands that really manage to merge high quality and an affordable price point. So I completely see where that point was coming from. So initially you started with 10 brushes, is that correct? Correct, 10 brushes. And so this originally started as an eBay shop. Exactly. eBay at that time offered me a great platform which was very flexible and easy to start with because I had um, literally zero capital and I wanted to use a platform that was already having a, a good reputation. So I started off with 10 brushes. I tested one of them and the remaining nine pieces I offered on eBay and I sold them very quickly with profit. And this is the moment when I realized that obviously more women are looking for great makeup tools at a reasonable price. Then I reinvested the profit of the sales to the next batch and with some very small and very conservative steps and uh, me doing everything. So I was for over three years a one-woman show, so to call. Yeah. You know, I would pack all orders. I would ship them out myself. I would be there to answer customer emails and phone calls to advise customers, you know, how to use the brushes. And uh, it was so good and so helpful because I had a very strong connection to my consumer from the very first day. Yeah. And I always wondered what they like, what they're looking for, what they think about and how happy they are with their find. Um, and uh, that helped me, you know, building further products that were a natural result of the demand and not just, you know, blind create some products that, you know, nobody's uh, needing asking or, for. Yeah, or asking for. And how did you get the word out there at the time? How were people discovering the range? So it was based on uh, organic recommendations. Yeah. So I would have customers recommend to their girlfriends, their sisters, their mothers, their grandmothers. And at some point, makeup school started sending me requests to say, you know, we have this makeup course and we need a bigger amount of brushes. Can you supply us? Because we have heard all these good, you know, reviews. And I had really good reviews on eBay um, when it comes to the product quality, to the customer service, so everything was really taken good care of. So the reputation and um, the awareness of the brand was built truly on uh, organic customer reviews. Then it just started to build and build and, you know, soon you were supplying to so many different people and places. Was there a moment in the journey where you just kind of thought, oh my gosh, I'm really onto something here? Definitely. That happened when I was still working out of my living room. And at that time, I was uh, serving customers on, in Germany, Austria and Switzerland. And out of the sudden overnight, I had all of these big orders and so many orders coming in from Italy. And I started ask, asking myself and questioning, how is this even possible? Where is this coming from? Because I had no time to spend on, you know, YouTube, on seeing every and each tutorial or review. So I found out that there was an influencer at that time, a YouTuber. Uh, she was Italian and she had 200,000 subscribers at that time. She literally, she ordered the brushes herself. She recommended them. And uh, this is when I realized that the social media has such a tremendous power. And this was also for me the moment to think seriously about set up professional business, to step out of my living room, to set a team up, because I reached a volume that I couldn't really handle by myself anymore. 
And um, yeah, that was the moment when I realized, you know, social media has a big power and that is good because everything is transparent. And if you do good, people will talk about that and recommend you. I think if I look at how Zoeva as a brand communicates now, that social media relationship is quite intimate. You always interact with people that have used the products or it's a real conversation, isn't it? Rather than just a brand that doesn't give back to whoever is talking to them. So you had all of this going on. You founded this whole thing from the living room, from scratch. How did you juggle keeping it all together? I think the idea of seeing happy women and uh, starting with my mom and when I thought about other women or customers, consumers, fans and how their face would lit up because they would receive their order, they couldn't touch the product. It was all, you know, digitally at that time. And I wanted just to be happy and to be confident about what they've done and the money they have invested in my company. A company, a small indie brand that would take care of every small detail and every small um, aspect of the business and uh, takes customers seriously and serves them honestly. This was for me the biggest you know, motivation and uh, I learned all the way. I learned all the way and after three years, when I reached the volume where uh, I couldn't handle the business by myself anymore, I started setting up a team in Germany, in Frankfurt, that would help me with, uh, you know, in the warehouse. And then I had more free time. So that was a time in 2011 when I started going to Italy, visiting the Cosmoprof, going into labs. And I was so hungry and I'm still so hungry to learn all aspects of it when it comes you know to packaging to formulas to regulatory it's so complex but you can make it and you need just to find out who can deliver you the best product from a supplier perspective but also make sure that you're working with partners that believe and share your values yeah of course was it a big jump to go from brushes to then formulating the products themselves definitely and this was also a natural result because customers would be you know so amazed by the quality of our brushes they started asking for makeup products they said you know we trust you you're delivering us such great tools yeah so please give us also some color to play with and this is when I built the makeup category and starting with palettes, eyeshadow palettes and face palettes. And uh, it was a niche category in Germany when I started with them. And I used the packaging to tell a story with a design. You know, I'm a chocolate lover, so I created the Cocoa Blend palette. Then yeah. I thought about creating a caramel uh, palette. That's and my favorite, the Caramel Melange. I love it too. And it's a bestseller in so many countries. And these are great shades to use, you know, for your day makeup or your evening makeup. And it was a natural process, I would say. And always I listened to my gut feeling. And whenever something felt really good, then I would go for it. And if something wasn't good enough to offer um, to anybody, then I wouldn't do it. Wow. One of the things I think is so great about what you've created with the brand as a full circle moment is that Zoeva now contributes to lots of different charities supporting women. I just love that what started as maybe a negative situation you've channeled so much positivity into. Would you mind to tell us just a bit about some of the charities you support and why you chose them? So as we have been uh, experiencing ourselves and from a personal perspective, uh, domestic abuse, and we have lost our mother to cancer. So I know how it feels to be in a position where you need someone um, to give you advice, to give you hope, to give you faith, to speak 
positively to you and to tell you it's just sometimes just words that can be so powerful. So that's why we partner with um, charities that are focused to help women in need mm -hmm. that have been through domestic abuse that um, cannot go back to their apartments that uh, are fearful because they are you know, in a in a very dangerous situation and they have small children. So they look for, for a place or, or a shelter to go to where they can be taken care of for a specific period of time, as well as women that have been uh, facing cancer or have lost uh, relatives or friends to cancer. And um, these are charities that go into my heart because I know how it feels to go through these issues. And that's why we partner with um, charities like the DKMS in Germany. Lately, we have partnered with Histia in uh, UK. So it's all about women-focused foundation that take care of issues where um, women are affected by and if there was someone listening that is currently experiencing these issues or has experienced them, do you have any personal words of wisdom that you would say? I would recommend to distance themselves from that uh, situation, to look for help and to be not afraid to ask for help or not be shy or ashamed, even because I think a lot of women are ashamed to speak about the topic. Uh, and I would like to say to them that what affects you today doesn't define you by any means, doesn't define who you are, your personality, your values. And just because someone may treat you not in a good way, that doesn't mean that you are the reason for it. And there is, uh, you know, you should escape the situation. And especially, I know it's hard when you have young children and there is no education background. It can be hard, but it's better to leave that situation and to restart your life, you know, to have a space where you can go to with your child and just go into yourself, think about what you want to do in life and restart and just distance yourself because it can be a vicious mm -hmm. um, situation because... If you are experiencing this um, issue for a long time or the struggle, you may at some point believe that this is a regular life and this shouldn't turn uh, into something that is, you know, that you think this is a normal way or it is supposed to be that way or this is my destiny. And this is, you know, this is not something that anybody should tolerate. And especially if you have young children, they should grow up in, in a harmonious and peaceful environment. I was so amazed, Zoe, when I heard your story and all of the hardships that you were overcoming. I think people just see, you know, an amazing brand and all of the success and we don't always see the stories behind these things. And that's one of the things I've really enjoyed about doing this podcast is hearing different people's stories and experiences. I think that within the beauty industry, there's such a capacity for... I mean, everyone to support everyone, but in particular women to support women and for all of us to kind of be in it together. Is there anyone in particular in the beauty industry at the moment that you just think is setting a great example or inspiring a positive change? I think for me, the true pioneers in the beauty industry were, you know, the big names like Helena Rubinstein. Yeah. I think she was an amazing woman and uh, ahead of her time, a very innovative woman. Nowadays, I think it's about finding a brand that has purpose behind. Yeah. And this is what I wish to see more because the beauty industry is an industry where you can start from scratch and from zero and it gives you a great platform to change people's life. 
And I would like to see more real stories, more authentic stories and more inspiring stories. And also women that will share, you know, their own experience by saying, you know, not everything went always right. And these are the learnings I can also recommend if someone wants to set up its own uh, new business in, in the beauty industry. I wish there is more transparency and more, you know, openness and open-mindedness uh, when it comes to advice. It definitely is more inspiring that way because if you just base your perceptions on how someone has achieved what they've achieved on social media, you just see a glowing highlight reel of loads of good things. And actually, for me, it's a lot more inspiring to hear that someone might have day-to-day hardships and still create an amazing thing. I think that's maybe more of an encouraging message because it doesn't put you off if you are currently going through your own things because everyone's going through something aren't they right I mean you know you can always start from scratch in whatever industry you have a passion or you know a vision and inspiration to work into I think it's about making the decision that you want to change something to think about the purpose of and the intention behind for me that was the most important thing that kept me going also through times when I was you know, looking for suppliers or when I was too small to work even with uh, the big names in the industry. And just because I knew what my purpose was, that kept me going. And I think to be always clear about your intention, why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, creating a new product? Who are you talking to? What do you want to change with this product? So everything we do within Zoeva, there must be an intention behind. Otherwise, we shouldn't do it. Well, speaking of, how has it taken this long to find the perfect foundation? Because I know you've been working on it for a long time and you've waited until you had the perfect thing. For me, authenticity is a very important aspect of how I do business and how I set it up the business initially. And it's a value also my mother taught us. So when it was time to think about launching or bring out a foundation line, it was all about authenticity. And I thought about, you know, how can I create a formula that will ensure that every woman will look as authentic as possible and her skin will look through. Mm -hmm. So I started working uh, in the lab and uh, my target and my objective was to create something that is lightweight, long wearing, but uh, have a see-through effect at the same time. And that's why I called it Authentic Skin Foundation. Oh, and which shade do you wear? I'm artist. I've got the bright. I can't wait to give it a go. That's amazing. And it was uh, really, really inspiring seeing my team brainstorming with me when we thought about naming our shades. We wanted to step away from the classic number system. So we came up with the idea of positive affirmations. And uh, my vision is to remind every single woman how gifted and how um, you know artistic and how encouraging and warrior and and happy and, and joyful she is. What would you say is something that we could all make more of an effort to do to just make the world a bit of a better place? It's about the intention, I think. And if we ask ourselves, why am I doing this? And is this going to change a people's life, a person's life, a woman's life, a child's life, a man's life? And if we can answer a yes to the question about everything, what we do, I think this is the main um, reason. When I think about you know, creating products, I think about how is this going to change a woman's life? And is it just because she will read a positive affirmation that will release positive energy and will make her more confident, believe in herself, and maybe she will 
prepare herself at that day when she's using my products to go to for an interview or to go for a date or to go to set up her own business. And just to bring in positive energy and strength and power, I think this can change everything because when I started, I had literally nothing. And because of my positive and, um, you know, inspirational uh, thoughts that my mom gave me through, this is why I believed in myself and I released energy and power I wasn't even aware I had at that time. And I'm so sorry to hear that your mom is no longer here, um, but your sister still works for Zoeva now, is that right? Absolutely. I oh. adore my sister. She's an amazing person. And she moved uh, to my uh, company. She's working for my company since we lost our mother. So she's taking care of all uh, retail accounts. She's rolling out in new countries. She's amazing. She negotiates contracts. She's a powerhouse. Uh, and she's great. She's a great inspiration. We are working also together on products. She will give me always her honest opinion and feedback. And she's a very Sisters critical. Can do that, can't yes, they? yes. And I'm so happy and so glad to have her because she's always very honest with me. And this is what brings us forward. Amazing. Zoe, thank you so much for sharing everything so openly and honestly. I think that sometimes just hearing from someone that's going through something similar can be a powerful thing in itself if you're in that situation. And I know that just there will be so many people out there that will really find a lot of comfort in everything you've shared. I think it's all about, you know, positively beautiful aspiration and to remain as authentic as possible, no matter what, because this will pay off at some point. Thank you so much, Zoe. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've been affected by anything Zoe discussed in this episode, please take a look at the show notes to find some helpful resources. I hope you enjoyed her story as much as I did. And if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave a review. You can also reach out to me at Rose Gallagher. Have a lovely week and I'll speak to you next time. Bye.